Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. Cleveland's been waiting for this for years. The chance to knock the Ravens out of the playoffs. Baker's going to cook one up. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the Back to look who's talking, everybody. Uh, I'm your host, Jeff Hewlett, back from South America into the much colder North America, but it is still nice to be home. Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, and whatever hell you celebrate, happy Farvin Halloween. Thank you for joining us for episode 42. Where else would you rather be but listen to your favorite NFL podcast? Entering into the last game of the season, we got a lot of stuff to get to, so we'll get right into it. Sitting here with the twisting mustache of Huck Media, our producer. You hear him at the end wrap everything up because we make a lot of fucking mistakes. What are you going to do? As always, we pray to one God and one God only. And he sits to my left and gives us fantasy news. Didn't make the championships, but uh, still hopefully helped a bunch of you guys. Voice of God, uh, how did our listeners do on some of your advice this year? And uh, eh, more than anything. You know, what's it like to be God? <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot all at once here. I bet um, the pressure gets to you sometimes. <laughs> yeah, man. It keeps you up at night. Uh, but yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of good notes uh, across all social media from you guys. Um, so congrats to all the winners out there. Yeah. 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 We, at home. I saw on Insta we were getting some messages, like just a, lot, a couple thank yous, a couple of, you know, fuck yous. But what are you going to do? Can't make everybody happy. Can't win them all. <laughs> exactly. Look at the current sitting president, you know? <laughs> um, anyway, uh you know, it's been a great year. You know, before I met you, Voice of God, I always just figured that God looked like Morgan Freeman, you know? And uh, you are white. Yeah. <laughs> Big surprise. Yeah. Uh, in my Check absence, it. you heard a lot of Weird Michael. By the way, I love when you call him Weird Michael, Voice of God. Uh, the freshly saving, jibs, jibs in, hair slicked back, wearing his Eli Manning jersey for what Ange says might be his last game. Weird Michael, how you doing, buddy? All is well at Centennial Studios, uh, my good friend. Welcome back Indeed. from South America. Indeed. Pretty, ha- pretty cool continent, eh? It was, you know, it's far and cool. Yep. Pretty cool continent. Everybody's eh? really short there. <laughs> There's not a lot of grass. I'm, 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 uh, I'm 5'11 and a half. If Lee's listening right now, he's like, you're 5'11, bro. But <laughs> I felt like a Farvin giant walking through the markets, let me tell you. I could see the tops of everyone's head. I knew when it was raining a second before everyone else did. <laughs> Where do you rank it in the Americas? North, South, Central? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go probably with either two or three. Okay. <laughs> Very PC answer over the holidays. Yeah, yeah, eh? but you know what? Everyone's super nice, super fun. Uh, if they say 15 minutes, it's going to take an hour. It's my kind of place. <laughs> True story. Everything's uh, on Hewlett time. You got actually, it. Actually, South America. Yeah, that's what C-Max said to me. I was complaining last night. He's like, that sounds like your life. Yeah. <laughs> That uh, that should definitely put it into the number two hole then. Sure. Well, I've never been to Central America, so it's got to be. <laughs> there you go. Um, you know what? Wearing that bright white uh, Eli Manning jersey, it actually looks like you have a tan right now. How about that, eh? <laughs> That's the white with the shiny red. It really illuminates pretty much everything. Oh, well, thank you, Jeffrey. You're like a ghost with, uh, you know, bloody cuts all over him. You know, I figured <laughs> I'd rock the Manning jersey because it could be his could, final game. Could be. He's had a good one, you know. Big brother says, hey, you know what, Eli? That's enough. I've been telling you that's how it's going to happen. Yeah. I think it might happen this time around. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be wa- wearing this uh, week 17 as they host uh, the Redskins. You think it's his final game? I mean, I hope so. <laughs> I knew you were going to say um, that. <laughs> but also not. I mean, it would be kind of funny to see him suck for another year and, yeah, just dance around the, you know, are we going to draft somebody? Right. Uh, <laughs> Delay the inevitable. It's like we don't want to hurt his feelings. But, yeah, hopefully Peyton just steps in and just be like, man, you're embarrassing me. You're embarrassing yourself. Cut the shit. He's like the most passive-aggressive star quarterback in history. As in, like, you ever date someone and you have really no idea what they're thinking? That's New York football fans and Eli. He's uh, he's got to have something like undiagnosed that they missed when he was a kid. Right. He's just, like, not really there. He does, yeah. Yeah, like, what's up? I think the oldest Manning... The one that didn't make pro football maybe had like really aggressive nuggies. And like Eli took like a decade worth of these, you know, aggressive southern nuggies. Yo, straight up, I had cousins like that. My cousin Andrew knew knew pressure points. It was intimidating. (laughs) Like every hello at Christmas, I'm hiding under the bed for a while. So But what I mean is is that he could come out tomorrow and be like, you know what, I think that is it. Or he could come out tomorrow and be like, you know what, I'm gonna play there for four years. 
And would either answer surprise you? No. Exactly, because you have no idea. It's like a, it's like a girl be like coming up to you, be like, you have no idea. She could come to you. You know what? I want to get married tomorrow, or I want to get. I want to break up, and I've wanted to break up for five years. I was hanging on because I like your house. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you should get into poker when he's done. Right. He's, yeah, football probably wasn't his calling. Exactly. He won two Super Bowls, but he's, yeah, he, he's the best poker player. Right. Even, like, the game uh, against Dallas this week, the look on his face is the same look on his, like, you know, meaningless game. No, doesn't matter. Same look on his face, fourth down against the Pats in the Super Bowl. Like, what am I doing here, and did someone just fart in my face? That's, that's his resting Eli face. Football wasn't his calling. Kick cut so far. <laughs> Literally, he followed his brother into football, and he's still not even sure it's what he wanted he to do. He may follow his brother one more way. Uh, I think he'll benefit from a new, new scenario and a, and a fresh surrounding. Okay, in Indianapolis, when Peyton got hurt, he hurt his neck. Yep. And they bounced him out of time. Well, in the Giants in New York, they hurt his feelings. Right. <laughs> time to get out of town, take one ride into the sunset, take a shot at a ring. We talked about Jacksonville last year. Yep. That's clearly still on the table. Everyone keeps saying that because of Tom Coughlin. Everybody keeps saying it because it should happen. Yeah. yeah. Just like everybody thought Peyton should go to Elway he- in Denver, and that... Shangri-La of a situation. Normally when everyone thinks something, I don't necessarily, you know, agree with it. But in this particular case, I see it. And I don't really see any other scenario that works. He can't stay in New York because all of New York feels like voice of God. Like, just get out of here. Or hold the keys for one year while we train the new quarterback in like a Mahomes-style way. But even then, I, I don't think that'll work in New York. That works in Kansas City. You're Jacksonville, though. You're like, okay, now we're set. We got Eli, <laughs> right. like this frail old man that was never that great in his prime. Right. You have a bunch really? of really like no. You have a bunch of Giants players texting Jacksonville players, being like, "Yeah, good luck." You know, she's a shot fighter. I'm telling you, it is the only scenario that works. That's it. Where else is he going? So, yep. Small town, small market. The backing of Coughlin, who knows he's not going anywhere. How funny is it that his career could literally go like that? Because he could have a really successful year in Jacksonville, play another three, couple playoff runs, or just retire, never knowing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, legit is 50-50 on Eli. The book of Eli, I've been with you since 07, baby. We'll find out. Uh, if you listened to our uh, show last week, great job, by the way, boys. I uh, love you guys. Uh, in our new favorite segment, Shut the Huck Up, the playoff scenario that Huck Media called... Tennessee versus Indy for the spot uh, has played out and is now the Sunday night game. And yes, Collinsworth, speaking of Sunday night games, Collinsworth did the other side sneak in. Let me tell you, I was drunk in Ecuador watching that on Apple TV. (laughs) It freaked me the hell out. (laughs) Coming from the right, Chris, don't freak us out like that. Jesus. Tricked you. Scared me to death. Uh, Anyway, yeah, he went back to the the right side this week, but uh, I didn't know where he was coming from. I like how they've calmed down with the suits, by the way. It's, it's just a sport. It's football. They're, they're wearing sweaters now. It makes me feel more cozy. I, I th- like it. I think it was just the holiday season. Are they going back they? to ties now? Well, it's still the holidays, so this Sunday will be, but I bet you they're back in suits come playoffs. I want the sweaters to stay. It makes me feel more comfortable, like my grandma's, my grandfather's telling I got me about the game. I got uh, direct uh, feedback in person. My cousin Dahlia is not a big emailer. Right. Like most of us, Angeletti. She gave me the beef yeah. straight to the face. She says, lay off Chris Collinsworth, guys. Weird Mike still doesn't she, have e-transfers, by the way. <laughs> she loves it. Straight cash, homie. Like a lemonade stand. <laughs> <laughs> Two bucks a glass. You got to count for that inflation. Right. Uh, lay off Collinsworth. All right? That's the bottom line here. No, we can't. Because every third quarter, whoever's winning the game is the best quarterback in the NFL. And it... it Luckily, they've been doing a lot of games with Mahomes in it, or Brady in it, so it kind of works. But in years past, it's been worse. Yo, Mahomes, one more uh, cough up away from giving up the MVP. I hate to break this to you, but I think you're going to owe our Lord a meal at Scatterbush. I'm not biased here. I know. The, the Vegas favorite to win is, is Mahomes. All I'm saying is that the guy is 0-4 against the big boys. It's 1-3 in primetime. Yes. And he's won Derek Carr... John Gruden fuck job right. from being the five seed yes. and getting bounced week one at Baltimore. Two years ago, he was at Texas Tech. Okay, last year he was on the bench. Give the guy a break. He so lost he, to Brady so, by sorry. three in New England. It sounds like I'm hating on Mahomes. I shouldn't, it's coming across like that. I don't hate the guy, but I'm in favor of the league keeping a young star hungry. Let's not give him 
the MVP in his second year, or first year, essentially. Just like they gave... Uh, They're not... The NFL isn't parents trying to grow their aren't they? son into puberty. Aren't they? No, they're just picking the most valuable player. You don't player. think Goodell's... Goodell. Roger Goodell is trying to groom these stars? It's not that he doesn't pick the MVP. <laughs> it's, it's the same as in basketball. Like, it's who's the shiny new toy on the block? You yeah. know, like, it's not a lifetime achievement award. No. You know, like... LeBron or MJ, like, should have won it every single year there in the league. Like, it's they are the best if you had to pick one. And again, but. it's one of the, it, and it's a, it, as the herd says, we love the herd. It's a flawed award to begin with. Correct. So I'm not more going on how they've awarded it in the past rather than actually the most valuable player on your team because he's still coached by Andy Reid. Andy Reid seems to be able to get almost everybody to about eight, nine, you know, to about nine, ten, eleven wins. He's just that. Good of a football coach. But if you're a rookie quarterback and you come into the league and throw 50 touchdowns and your team is on its way to 12 and four and a first round bye, that's an MVP season in the way they've written up MVP seasons of the past 25 years. Anyway, uh, and I like the kid. And he talks like Kermit the Frog, and I like that. <laughs> Got a big deal with Hunt's ketchup now. Yeah, I saw that. It's, it's official. Put ketchup on everything. Yeah. But don't. No, I, but I, don't. I just like ketchup. Me too. I like it on my craft dinner. Who doesn't? Yeah, just less ketchup. Uh, speaking of bell ringing, uh, the Steelers would have loved a uh, to be able to ring Le'Veon Bell on third down. I know it wasn't Juju's fault. Juju made a boo-boo, in case you guys missed it. <laughs> Juju made a boo-boo. Uh, okay. I think the bigger play in the game was actually that horrible pass interference call on Joe Hayden. Mm-hmm. Go- Correct. Come on! I was glued to that game. Horseshit. Horseshit call. Gave him a touchdown. That stuff can't happen. And then the makeup call. There's always the makeup call. They called it on like a defensive hold the next drive. Not even the same scenario. Right. Total bull. The other thing is the ball was tipped. And the fact that it was never reviewed is a flaw in football or something's wrong there. And yeah, what really caught them was losing to... Oakland, yep. and Denver. Yep. So can't do, do that. that. Yeah. Can't do that. Again, it would have been nice to ring Le'Veon Bell. Okay. He catches everything. He runs everything. And he doesn't fumble. Uh, your call, Pittsburgh. But uh, frugality has gotten other teams, and it seems like it got you. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Brown tweeted out like everybody got their Pittsburgh jersey ready for Sunday, and yeah. it's all of his jerseys and all the different colors they make it. Yeah. And he added an S to his name. So right. Cheering for the Browns. Cheering for the Browns. They need the. Browns to do a solid against the Ravens, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that shortly. Speaking of the Browns, um, this is this is what Baltimore or Cleveland fans have been dreaming of since the Browns became the Ravens and then went on to win the Super Bowl. It's not ex- the exact scenario they're playing out. It's not the AFC Championship game, but the Cleveland Browns have a chance to eliminate the Baltimore Ravens uh, from the playoffs, and that coming off an zero and sixteen season, that's pretty good, and. Uh, they got the quarterback with the moxie and the want to do it. We're going to talk about motive a little bit later on in the game. Cleveland can't make the playoffs, but they're going for a winning season after years of mediocrity. One win in two years. Now, uh, at eight set, they, they're 7-7-1. Seven, seven they win the game. They're 8-7-1. They've eliminated Baltimore. Baker would go into the postseason as the only quarterback not in the postseason being treated like a postseason quarterback at home. So you're telling me Baltimore is going to choke out another postseason berth yep. on the final day at home yep. to an inferior opponent. One year ago, if I had told you they were going to lose to Andy Dalton and the Bengals to let the Bills in, would you believe me? I would not. Me neither. All right, but it happened. And that was with a Super Bowl MVP quarterback. Okay? They have the new Tim Tebow on a nice little run here at 5-1. and one. Nice little run. Okay? But now the pressure's on. You're at home. You're facing a team, arguably, with a much better quarterback, I think. You know, arguably. Arguably. I, I absolutely think. And uh, a f- healthy defense that's already beaten you this year. And now you're at home, bro. You've been running 63% of your plays since, uh, since they put Jackson in a quarterback. That's more than Jim Brown's b- Browns. This is more than a lot of classic running teams you've ever thought of. The, the Ravens are running at an unprecedented rate, and I don't think that holds up. you got the last two Heisman Trophy winners facing off against each other. Ooh. Okay? One of them throws the ball like an NFL quarterback. One of them does not. 
Let me tell you something. My money will be on the one that does. So let me give you a counter stat to that. You just said that the Browns beat the Ravens earlier in the year. Is that true? Indeed. Okay. When was the last time the Brownies yep. swept the Ravens? Okay. Right. The Ravens were probably in Cleveland. They probably were. It's, Which makes the scenario there's, impossible. <laughs> there's, there's no way. I was thinking that. You know what? Baker's got that college mentality. Uh, harsh stadium. He's a winner. They still got the band. It's the only pro team with the band. I love that, by the way. So Washington the, and Baltimore, only teams with bands. The, the recipe for the upset is there until you told me, and I remembered, that Cleveland beat the Ravens. There's no way that they go 0-2 against the Browns. Yeah, it's a new, it's a new era of Browns football. His name's Baker. All right? I don't love everything he does, okay? The stare down at Hugh Jackson. Come on, bro. You're better than that. You're winning, okay? You're going to have a great career in this league. Hugh Jackson might never coach again. Also, yeah, like, <laughs> he didn't abandon you. He took a job after he was fired, yeah. okay? He has a family to feed. Yeah, I think, I think, honestly, in Baker's mind, the fact that Tyrod was started over him was just so insulting. As, like, talent for talent, looking at... Look, Tyrod can't really throw the ball that good. And... Another quarterback who's a Heisman winner who can throw the ball really good. He's like, what are you guys watching? How are you guys professional millionaire coaches? taking crazy pills. Yeah, what is going on here? Anyway, I think that's the game of the week. Browns at Ravens. Browns win. Uh, that'll be in my Hugh picks. And, uh, the guy's dangerous. Enjoy. Yeah. He is. He's feeling dangerous. Feeling dangerous today. Love it. And uh, if anyone can get you fired up like Baker, let me tell you, boys, it's Michael Farvin Irvin, okay? Michael Irvin's promo for the NFL playoffs and NFL Network right now literally has me at half chub before I'm awake, okay? I could listen to it subconsciously while still asleep. And that man's old cocaine addiction, I think there's so much blow still in him and, like, the small crevices of his body. If he just coughs too much, he gets high again. From his Super Bowl run. <laughs> yeah, those forehead veins, like, he's... Dude, know, he's, neck veins. he's sweating like Rocky in round 11. And he's talking about the Cowboys' playoff chances and their return to glory. I love it. But I'm also worried. <laughs> he's had to get toweled off, like, on set. Yeah. He's, it's like, this is too much sweat for, you, for you, TV, Michael. You just look at that guy and you're like, yo, that guy has done some Scarface-like lines in his life. And they, they, they just never left. Like, I got a big nose. He also does. Oh, that's, he's... That's a big nose. He's, let's be honest here. He's got two Hoovers below his eyes. <laughs> if y'all think the party in Michael Irvin's life has stopped... That's true, too. <laughs> okay, let's, you know... Let's be honest. Love the guy. Love his first take appearances. Yeah. But uh, that party never stopped, folks. It looks like it's going to be... <laughs> Seriously, he should have his own show. We call it Unnaturally Fired Up with Michael Irvin. <laughs> Uh, artificially fired up. Yeah, artificially fired up. <laughs> oh, Michael. God bless you. You know what? Everybody should have old stars that, like, sink into their old team like Michael Irvin does. I love his, un his absolutely biased takes on the Cowboys. Yeah. I just love it. I don't need every ex-player to be some, like, totally unbiased person and just join the NFL media. Yeah, he's just yeah. I'm loud. I'm right. Like just show up on set with a with your old jersey on. Okay, strap on a, a somewhat of a phony helmet, and you know put the eye black on. We we get it, bro. You cowboys for life. Yeah, fans are fired up. Yeah, I believe the term is unbridled enthusiasm. Indeed, indeed. It's unbridled, all right. Uh, it looks like it's going to be. I mean, if, you know, if things shake up the way they're supposed to, it'll be Dallas and Seattle of, in a repeat of the Romo Bowl where he came in for Bledsoe in the middle of the season and took the field goal, for, the shortest field goal in playoff history, muffed it, tried to run it in, but let, let Tony Romo's not exactly Usain Bolt, and it was about a seven-second, three-yard run. Got tackled at the one. Almost made it. And that, uh, you know what, that year could have been their year. Another thing in uh, the Huck Bowl, as we're calling it, Tennessee versus Indianapolis in Tennessee. Tennessee, a three-and-a-half-point underdog at home because of their questionable quarterback situation. Huck, your boy, Mariota, got a bunch of injuries. Including He's, a stinger. Yeah, a stinger. He got stung. Yep. From, uh, invented by Dr. Ronald Stinger in 1942. Uh, just letting every soldier know 
uh, as they were, you know, invading fortress Europe. That, oh, no, that's just a stinger. You're good to go. Here's a gun, son. <laughs> it's you and God, bro. Uh, anyway, it could be Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert sneaking his way into these important games for years now. Oh, In God. fact, uh, I like Blaine, and uh, I don't think there's too much of a difference between Blaine and Mariota. And with Vrabel's defense, anyway, it should be an interesting game. Huck Bowl, get excited. Side note to the uh, Huck Bowl, uh, I've discovered that uh, Mike Vrabel is the new correction. Mike Vrabel is the white Mike Tomlin. <laughs> okay, that fake punt reeked of Vrabel. That's the Steelers fake punting at the end of the Saints game, as you're you correct. alluding to. The yeah. Steelers fake punted and tried to get an edge on the Saints. Yes. Kind of like the Saints did in the Super Bowl with the onside kick. Weird call. I, I would have liked it if it worked. It's one of those. That's, that's fourth down in the NFL. Folks, I've established that I'm a weird dude, right? Over the, year, over the last two seasons on this microphone. When I am absolutely baffled by a play call, when I got money on that team who could keep the ball and I'm still baffled, that's a weird call, man. That fake punt, fourth and five on your own 40, was nonsense. I see Vrabel doing it, going for two. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh, they got four downs, and the fullback celebrated <laughs> like he got the first down. Like, sorry, son, yard short. Yeah, you guys are laughing. That cost me about 4700 on a perfect pools. Still stinging today, yeah. post-boxing day. Get with the times, bro. Just like e-transfers, you got to hedge when they're up by four. Just saying. Or you can punt the ball <laughs> in the Superdome and pin Drew Brees, my pick for MVP, inside the 10. Right. And give him 90 yards to go. Yep. Vrabel, it's a slippery slope, bro. Stay white. That Engl that, the game in England when he went for two. Yeah, it wasn't, that wasn't a good call. He's doing it every week. He's doing it every week. <laughs> uh, I'll guarantee he's going to do it on Sunday night in the Huck Bowl. It will happen. <laughs> it's going down. Yeah, that's why that spread's nice, because he's going to lose by one or two, you know? All right, look, a lot of stuff to get caught up on. If you watch NFL Network as religiously as we do, Peter Schrager gave you a beautiful mind-like rundown of the NFL playoff scenarios. When you add fucking ties to it, it, it's like a holy Bible. So our Lord, voice of God, uh, is going to give you a whole bunch of scenarios not as crazily intimidating and confusing as uh, everyone else. We're going to try to make it a little easy for you. We'll go to our voice of God with the news that matters. I've just been handed an urgent news story. All right, all right. Thank you, Jeffrey. News that matters. Um, thank you for giving a warning to everyone that I will not be giving the... Right. Yeah. Because of like seven teams tie, at somehow the Raiders get in. It was like a 10-minute video. He didn't stop talking the whole time yeah. of all the scenarios. Yeah. I, yeah. Head started hurting watching that video. Um, but yeah, playoff picture. Um, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, one more week to go. And so many scenarios. It feels like this more than other years. Maybe it's recency bias. But it feels like, yeah, there's a lot more games on the line. Yep. And a lot of, yeah, with all these Farvin ties that <laughs> yeah. are involved this season. Uh, a lot of, yeah, very weird scenarios. But, yeah, let's, let's take a look now. Um, yeah, a couple updates from last week. New England has now regained the second seed in the AFC with their win over the Bills and Houston's loss to the Eagles. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. We'll talk about you later. Yep. Um, <laughs> Steelers are now on the outside looking in after their loss to the Saints. Um, yeah. Tough one. 31-28. Yeah, we talked about it. Juju, unfortunate, but that's why you don't lose against bad teams like the Raiders. Right. So don't really feel bad for you, Pittsburgh. Probably not going to make it. Um, yeah, basically, week 17, they need to beat the Bengals, and the Browns need to beat the Ravens, or else they're done. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, everyone in Pittsburgh has now turned into a Browns fan. Yep. Uh, Never thought we'd say that. <laughs> no, no, weird weird words, weird year. Um, and, yeah, uh, lo looking over at the NFC, um, we've got essentially all the teams are locked in place. It's really just the Eagles and the Vikings fighting it out for the sixth seed. Um, which very sort of interesting playoff scenario right now um, because the Bears and the Vikings face off in Week 17. Right. And so they can sort of rest their starters as they kind of were planning on. But if they, lo if they lose to the Vikings, then they play the Vikings the next week. And, yeah, should yeah they beat the Vikings, then they get the Eagles. So what do you really want? It's interesting how the NFL, they're genius. They put all, all, the, all the same games that are important to each other at the same time, right? Uh if San Francisco and Nick Mullins can somehow beat L.A., which I don't think is going to happen, but if, if it does, if, if 
the Bears can get that first round by. So they, I think, will be playing to win the game. I mean, you, that's, a, that's a big thing. Unless, again, at halftime, you see that, uh, oh, shit, the Rams are winning by 20. Okay, let's, uh, let's take Mac out of the game. L.A. snapped out of it with that road beatdown in Arizona. They're going to handle their biz against the Niners. Uh, depends how much fight Chicago has, but uh, I think Minnesota steamrolls. This tight game, man. It's, it's a tough one to call. I, I stayed away from this one. Minnesota, Chicago, both teams kind of want to win. Minnesota, obviously, a little more. Yeah, Nagy's reported that uh, saying they're going to, you know, play to win the game. Okay, yeah. Um, which is also sort of the go-to line of any team resting the starters. So, <laughs> hard to read into that one. Um, There's not too many NFL teams besides the old Colts that were just announced. Literally, like, yeah, we're pulling Peyton in the second quarter. Why even play him in the first? It's the weirdest. Just a little history lesson for you for 30 seconds here. The Colts were on their way to a perfect season. The Saints were on their way to a perfect season. They eventually met in the Super Bowl. The Saints played to win every game. Peyton being like, yo, I'm going for the perfect season. I'm chasing history here. The Colts, different tactic. No, no, no. We've now clinched a home, home field throughout the AFC playoffs. And while they were up by 10 over the Jets, the Colts pulled Peyton, put in some guy, I don't even remember his name, Curtis Painter or something like that. He fumbled the first snap he was in for. The Jets got a touchdown. Jets steamrolled him. Jets ended up making the playoffs that year. Colts were never played with the same velocity afterwards. Lost to the Saints in the Super Bowl. There you go. Play to win the game. Chase history. What are you doing? Beauty. Um, and, yeah, um, in the AFC, we already sort of talked about it. But, yeah, Colts, Colts, Titans fighting for that spot. Uh I'm, yeah. The Screw the Titans. Sorry, Hawk. Screw the <laughs> Titans. You know, you had a bullshit win last year with, you know, over the Chiefs in the first round. Yep. You're just not good enough. You're, you know, like, wait till, like, what are you trying to eke in and just, you know. Absolutely. Just, they will be the biggest eke in ever. Just. If, like, if the word, Colts like, get in, they could beat anyone. If the Titans get in, they're losing to everybody. So. We might hear about that and shut the Hawk up. Regardless <laughs> of who wins the Hawk Bowl, Colts or Titans, guess where they're going to be playing on Wild Card Weekend. Saturday, 4.30 at Houston. <laughs> you got it. You heard it here first a month ago. <laughs> the game you're going to be Book cooking dinner that. for. It. Yep. Colts or Titans at the Texans. 13-10 at halftime. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Uh, the one tie scenario that Huck actually mentioned uh, in our pregame here is that if the Titans and Colts do tie, which, let's be honest here, if there's ever a game that could, uh, and the Steelers... The Steelers could get in, right? Even if they lose. Or sorry, they, no, they win and the Ravens win. That's the only scenario where the Steelers would actually get in as the sixth seed if the Colts and Titans tie. And I have a feeling that game's going to overtime. And this actually might be a scenario. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be exciting stuff. Um, can't wait. Yeah, big, a lot of, lot of good games this week. Uh, but moving on, a couple other quick headlines here. Um, so some fortunate news coming out of New England uh, that broke literally just after we recorded last week. So yep. we'll touch on it quickly. Yep. Uh, but wide receiver Josh Gordon is stepping away from football right now to focus on his mental health. Um, it's also reported that he has failed a couple drug tests during his time with New England. And he's going to be facing some discipline from the league, some further suspensions. Um, but yeah, obviously, yeah, big loss for the Pats. They're deep threat. They're sort of dynamic playmaker um and was leading their leading receiver yeah um but yeah more sort of just upsetting for the man the guys you know had it been struggling with demons since you know his 2013 season really all his life yeah um and so i'm this may be it for his time in the nfl unfortunate news crazy stuff it was like the kgb man the pats had him the patriots had him on 24 hour surveillance with a team of three people okay and he evaded them evaded during the surveillance during the bye week in a spy-like way. He went into a mall and went out the back entrance. I don't know. I made that part up. <laughs> well, you know what, Josh Gordon? Merry Christmas, bro, because your football career isn't over. Okay? There's two other leagues that I've been talking about oh, yeah. <laughs> for the last few weeks. Okay? They'll take you. They'll let you smoke weed and score touchdowns. Merry Christmas, Josh Gordon. Your football career is not over. And whatever league signs him, XFL or the Freedom League. Right. He's going to put up an MVP-type season because all the guy wants to do is smoke weed and score touchdowns. The Freedom League lets you vape on the sidelines. Whatever, man. <laughs> it's privatized football, man. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Founded by Ricky Williams. Right. So it's it's going to be pretty loose. Right. But, right. yeah, no, it's like we'll, 
you know, we'll test you for performance enhancing drugs. And if you want to do acid on your off day, go nuts. Yeah, yeah go nuts. It's not going to help you. Absolutely. Vince McMahon, he owns all eight teams. Hey, which one do you want to play for this week? Okay. You just stay in New York and you play for whoever plays that day. Uh, but also, yeah, we, we, it's officially happening again. Uh, we might as well give the Eagles the Super Bowl if they are to sneak into the playoffs here. But big dick, dick Nick, yep. Mr. Foles going off once again, 471 passing yards, a Eagles passing record um, set by Donovan McNabb and four TDs in the win over Houston. Like, yep. The guy is like, I don't know. He's like, money. It's, it just keeps happening. Like, he- I keep defending Wentz, but this guy keeps pulling these incredible performances out of his ass. Like, When's it going to end? I thought probably before the Super Bowl last year. But. Yeah. He plays football like Will Ferrell debated in old school, where he just sort of snaps into some zone, throws dimes, barely looks like he's trying, and then after the game, like, snaps back into it. Like, what just happened? <laughs> he just beat the Patriots and threw for 500 yards. Oh, no way. Where's my baby? <laughs> that's probably the best yeah, description of how it's happening. Right. Like, by the way, Leslie, our stats lady, has looked into this, done some research, and we have a, a somewhat of a confirmation that Nick is, in fact, very large. <laughs> we, uh, we reached out to someone who, uh, who went to a junior prom dance with him. Claims. There was, there yeah. was a, claims there was an over-the-pants hand job yes. um, during the dinner portion. <laughs> right. Um, we're not sure if that was, in fact the source, right. or it was next, but um, reportedly larger than average. Right. And this may or may not have been Brett Kavanaugh, <laughs> the Supreme Court. An under-the-table knob job is one of the most erotic things you can have. Jesus you God. ever had one? <laughs> Why you always got to stare at us when you say the word erotic? Well, yo, you looking at me <laughs> saying very large got me in the mood, bro. <laughs> We're in the morning here, you know, daylight rocking. I was looking at your barrel, not your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. Wait, hey, no one wants to see the Eagles in the playoffs. Let me tell you, way rather see, uh, probably way rather see the Vikings coming in on the road. Yeah, the old defending Super Bowl champ underdog team. Yes, <laughs> but no one wants to see. They'll that. have those masks again. That's that's for sure. Michael Bennett coming off the edge. You don't want that in the playoffs. Yeah, he's he's looked better than ever. Um, also, some news out of Miami: Dolphins are reportedly moving on from Ryan Tannehill in 2019. Of course, a couple years probably too late, but yep. now they're really sure he's not the guy. Um, yeah, he's, he throws the ball like Philip Rivers, but he's about as smart as Philip Rivers thumb. I mean, some of his decision-making stuff just really pisses me off. Yeah. $29 million, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, sure. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Right. But let's see, at least they have a first round pick still and they can move up and get the guy they want. That they do. This, this is this not is, so deep quarterback. For those of you who've been hating on me on social media and I've been getting some hate calling out Dallas so hard for their Amari, Amari Cooper trade. It's working this year. Okay. Get back to me in a couple years. See how they sit. It's a bad year to have just realized you need a quarterback right. after that draft class. <laughs> yes. Also, speaking of draft classes, uh, coming in with the, some other news, just Justin Herbert, uh, the Oregon quarterback who was projected to go either one or two in the quarterback ranks, This, him and right. Dwayne Haskins from the Ohio State, has just recently submitted a letter on Twitter saying, hey, I don't want any more distractions going into the bowl game. I'm going back to Oregon for my senior year. Blah, blah, blah. I love Oregon. Blah, blah, blah. I think you got a hot girlfriend. Yeah. Probably want some more free Nikes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's big news, yo. Right. That's definitely news that matters. Shakes up the whole draft. We love the draft here at Look Who's Talking. I thought this was the Matt Leinart lesson. Like, don't do this. Yeah. So, you know, I'm thinking about, you talking about the Nikes in Oregon University. Like, are you really going to trade in, you know, being the god at one of these university campuses to hold... Cam Newton's clipboard yeah, for one year when you could just wait and go into the perfect scenario? Yeah, I don't know. These kids, you know, college life has gone so far one way that for these top-tier guys, sure. Oregon, USC, especially the West Coast. Sure. I feel like the West Coast, it's way better living yep. for these guys. There's a lot of hate on the East Coast in the college ranks. So I'm, uh, I'll tell you another side note to that is Smash on the Ducks in their bowl game. Sure. The whole program's energized. Sure. He's back, winning the game. Sure. So, but quack, I, quack. But he could be passing up the New York Giants quarterback position. You know, he'd probably be drafted around that spot, right? Without the Giants even having to move up to get him. Giants aren't a Dwayne Haskins-like franchise. I don't think they want that type of guy. He was going to get Justin Herbert, probably. You're walking to Saquon, Odell. A, a pretty ridiculous. good defense. Yeah. I think you're an idiot. 
Yeah, I mean, you go back, you get hurt, then your draft stock falls. That's tough. Lineart uh, didn't even get hurt. He just didn't play as well as he had the previous years. And, and that was enough to drop him. And had some bad coaches in the NFL. Right. Then he got drafted by Arizona, which I'm, this is what I mean. Herbert could be trading the New York Giants with a new coach, an absolutely two-year trial period. To, to For the Cincinnati Bengals. You got it. Who have decided to move off of Andy Dalton sure. next year. Sure. Or, uh, yeah, the, the, the Tampa Bay Bucks after another bad Jameis year. You know? Either way, if you are going to be the first quarterback taken in the NFL draft, I don't care if you have three identical twin triplet Swedish girlfriends that blow you every morning for breakfast instead of Frosted Flakes. You go to the draft, you wear a nice suit, and you shake the hand, and you take 50 million fucking dollars, all right? Learn the lesson. You have 16 more games now to possibly get hurt, as Voice of God just said. And, and breakfast is the most important meal of the day, so Indeed. you should never skip it. Especially Swedish breakfast. <laughs> all right, thank you for the news that absolutely matters this week. It's the last week of the season. I love it. Yeah, just a sidebar to the uh, college, uh, to the uh, extra leagues. I'm watching a lot of bowl season, right? We mentioned a couple times. Yep. Uh, College football is going to get a boost with these extra football leagues. You know, all these seniors that are playing in these bowl games. Are you being paid by the XFL? No, I'm not being I'm just <laughs> excited because now these players that won't make the NFL, that are playing in their last college yes, game, I agree. can stay motivated to play professional I football. I totally agree. More football jobs. It's not like, you know, they're going to D2 in, uh, you know, Finland to play hockey. They're staying in their home country. It's the sport they love. Sure. So you're going to get a lot more college football urgency and agents and the pro scene. You know, the CFL has always been there. We're, hey. We love the CFL. Uh, what, I do not love the CFL, Voice but of, I will tolerate the CFL. Voice, yeah, me too. Voice of God's brother, Craig, absolutely hates that we never bring up the CFL. This is for you, Craig. I watched one full Jenny, Johnny Manziel game just because just I was interested. Uh, I was cheering for the Alouettes. But uh, go Argos for you, Craig. That's our CFL 20 seconds for you. I don't even know who won the Great Cup. Oh, Stan Peters. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. If you don't win one every like five years, you're a bit of a joke. Hey, you know what? There's eight teams in the league, okay? And uh, what, like six make the playoffs? There's nine teams in the league. There you go. So, yeah. Three teams have to, you know. Man, I, I remember those Birmingham, Barracuda, Shreveport Pirate games when I was a kid, and it just brings me right back. <laughs> Hashtag Mike Pringle. Mike Pringle, baby. And you know what? CFL in its heyday was pretty damn good, and I'm glad it keeps going. Support the CFL. That's for you, Craig. Yo, spit some truth, yo. Indubitably. By the way, just one more thing about those college quarterbacks. Kyler Murray, as Peter King mentioned in the best football article every Monday, uh, you're watching Russell Wilson, former baseball pitcher, versus Patrick Mahomes, former baseball pitcher, be the absolute stars of North American sports on Sunday night. Okay, do you know how hard it is and how draining of a career it is to try to be a starting pitcher in the Major League Baseball and how, how you're one of like 300 pitchers, you know, and you maybe will emerge as a starter in a couple of years, okay? If you are one of the top, one of the 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL football, you have the coolest job in the world. And uh, don't be an idiot, Kyler Murray, new Heisman winner from Oklahoma. Go play quarterback, you idiot. Anyway, that's my last thought on that. Oh, totally baseball. No! No, yeah. He'll get drafted in the first... If it doesn't work, he can still go play baseball. Later. He's small. CTE is a thing. Sure. Get that guaranteed money. Play baseball, man. I, I'm all for it. Football's so much more fun. It just is. It's cooler, but... Uh, I, li I like baseball. I just mean, like, you're going into a, a system... Like, each team's got 15 pitchers and 10 down in the minor leagues. It's you got one quarterback, you know, get the job, take the snaps and man, like, you know, live the dream, baby. Anyway, pitcher's cool. Quarterback's just a bit better. Okay. A lot of stuff going on this week. There's a lot of massive spreads that look enticing. And I'm a guy who likes to take underdogs on big spreads, but not in week 17. Okay. And I'll tell you why in a second. This is this week's true of the week. <laughs> Truth of the week, folks. Put your money on motive. Okay? Motive. 
Does your team want to win? Okay? And not the team you're cheering for, the team you're putting your money behind. Because the last thing you want to do on Sunday is be cheering for the team, trying to get a backdoor cover, and you're watching them not even give a fuck. And you're, you happen to give a fuck. And it sucks, okay? You don't want to be cheering for the Bengals, trying to cover 14 and a half. They're down 30 with their third-string quarterback in and just hoping somehow somebody breaks something and a miracle happens, okay? Week 17 in the NFL is a lot more like Wall Street than, than the rest of the NFL season, okay? Because sometimes hedge funds and stocks, you know, they're on their way out. The CEO knows it. He's doing insider trading. And you just put your money down because, hey, it looked like a good stock. But you didn't know the inside story. There's a lot of these teams you don't know, man. You don't know no matter how much you read, no matter how much research you do. You don't really know how badly the Jets want to win this week. Maybe a bunch of their defense is hurt and they're just going to let people go by because, man, one more bad arm tackle and this guy is going to miss next season. If your team doesn't want to win, I'd stay away from this, stay away from this week, okay? The backdoor cover is just harder to get. And uh, you want to pick teams that know they want to win, okay? And enjoy the game. There's a lot of great games and there's a lot of crap games. But you do not want to be stuck like some schmuck shareholder on, in a company that was just going down the drain. They knew it. Everybody knew it. But they didn't tell anyone because they weren't allowed to, okay? Backdoor covers will be harder to come by in week 17 than they normally are. Stick to the teams that you think are going to win the game, and that's it. This is less about point covering and more about who will you think is going to win. If you have two teams that both want to win, okay, now you can treat it more like a normal football game with point spread. Is it going to be close? Tennessee Titans, Indianapolis Colts, okay? But in these Arizona-Seattle games, man, who the fuck knows, okay? Half of Arizona might be just laying an egg. Coach is on his way out. You're not even trying to impress anyone. Stay healthy. So just be careful. Bet with caution this week. Bet with your motive, bet with motive, as in if a team wants to win, all right, unleash the fury, Mitch, okay? If you're not sure if they want to and you just figure pride might be the only issue here, week 17 pride is usually done by halftime, okay? That's truth of the week. Be careful. Enjoy the games. Motive, eh? Motive. If your team doesn't want, man, I've been there. On these week 17s, I remember back in college before I was like make playing my by my own rules like this. And you're thinking, man, 17 and a half? Then they still got their starting quarterback. And then at halftime, he's not in anymore because he, the, the, the coach had talked to him before the game. And the announcers are saying it. Yeah, we had heard whispers that he wouldn't play the whole game. Where were these whispers for us before the game? And you're watching Tyler Thigpen throw a one-yard pass on third and ten and nobody even cares. Coach is just clapping. Hey, way to stay healthy out there, guys. Okay, we got donuts after the game. Thigster. Yep. So I'm gonna kickstart my uh, weird pick, yo. Yep. Based on uh, your truth of the week. I'm going the other coin. Lack of motive. Lack of motive. Lack of motive. There's nowhere in the NFL this week with more lack of motive than the Miami don't give a shit, Dolphins. Yep. Okay. Versus the, versus the. I give a great deal about this game and my future in this city, Buffalo. Hey, hey. Bills. So you're circling the wagons. Weird pick, folks. Coming at, coming at you hot. Buffalo Bills minus four, at home, versus the Miami. Don't give a shit, Dolphins. Man, Bills won two in a row. Yeah, yeah. Scratch that. They just lost to New England. But they put up a good fight. They got a meaningless game at home. The Ralph's still going to be full. Yeah, this doesn't go against what I was talking about. This is, uh, no, this, this it is was motive. A, it was a piggyback. Yes, the Bills want to win this game. Absolutely. They'll be playing full out. But the lack of motive on the Dolphins side Absolutely. is more, I think, than the real motive for the Bills to win. Anybody who's ever followed the Bills, okay, they always beat the Dolphins in cold weather games, especially when the Dolphins are not in the playoff hunt, which they've barely been in in the last 15 years. And, uh, Squish that, the fish. That Tannehill nugget, VOG, further uh, cemented that uh, Bill's pick. Who knows who's going to be starting? It's the Brock star. Yeah. Oh, will oh, be Brock. Oh, it's the Brock star. It might be Brock. It might not be. It's true. They might want to see what they got in the stable. I guarantee we'll see Brock. But uh, I actually wrote this down at three and a half when we were doing some pre-show prep. Yep. It's up to four on a Thursday. Yep. Uh, so... 
Somebody's liking the way I feel. The Dolphins are mailing it in. So uh, that's what I'm talking about. Don't pick the Dolphins. I don't, I'm not telling you to pick the Bills. Weird Mike is, but don't pick Correct. the Dolphins. Correct. They might not want to come out for halftime. So I went nine and eight on the season so far into the last week. Yep. I went two and zero oh last week with yep. a Pennsylvania parlay. Yep. Steelers and Eagles both covered, even though the Steelers lost in the, you know, Eagles game we talked about. Uh, so if this hits, I'll be uh, ten and eight. And you know what? By God damn it, I'm going to give you a bonus pick like I did last week. Okay. I wasn't really feeling it, but we've talked a little bit college this episode, and it continues. Big college games on. Big college Our games. Our fans like football. Like uh, the CFL even. <laughs> well, this one's got a C in it. College football playoff. Notre Dame at Clemson slash at Jerry's World. Big spread. Plus 12, the Fighting Irish. They're both undefeated. They're both playing for a trip to the title game. Plus 12 on a neutral site? Yep. We know the Irish are going to be there in droves. First ever trip. Rudy's taking the Irish. (laughs) Rudy is taking the Irish. So uh, I'm going to finish with a bang. 2-0, 2-0. Irish plus 12. And the Bills minus four. Final two regular season weird picks. Giddy up. You're going to go perfect this week, Hugh. Cue it up, baby. Not too bad. Not too bad. Okay, I got some Hugh picks for you. And here we go. You. All right, last week, uh, we actually had a pretty good week. I gave you a money line parlay, which hit three teams to win. All three hit Cleveland, Dallas, and Indy. Indy squeezed one by, uh, but they pulled it out to get into the Huck Bowl. Also, I gave you, uh, this was kind of tough. All right, I went three and three, but one of the games I lost, Philadelphia, I was just looking at the worst spread ever, okay? I picked them at two and a half. They were pretty much one or two across the board, but a loss is a loss, so I'm three and three. Uh, last week and gave you the money line parlay, which hit three for three. So it was a pretty good week. Here we go. My number one pick is the Cleveland Browns and Baker fucking Mayfield. Heisman versus Heisman. And I'm getting six and a half points against with the better quarterback. I'm taking it. Cleveland fans, this is for you, baby. Baker Mayfield and a great defense. This is this is from ProFootball, ProFootballTalk.com. Browns. If they had fired Hugh Jackson after last season, they'd be in the playoffs right now because Hugh would be the only one who would have started Tyrod over Baker. Let's be honest here. Take Cleveland at plus six and a half. Hey, I'm taking him at six and a half, but if, you could, if you're on online, buy a point, seven and a half. Love it. Number two, I'm taking the LA Chargers minus six and a half at Denver, okay? Yes, Denver, you could say they, they're playing hard because their coach is playing for his job. No, he's not. He's already fired. <laughs> so, Denver's playing to be healthy. And that's good enough for them, and actually, they're not that healthy. Philip Lindsay out going into this game. He's their best weapon. Corton Sutton's banged up, and they don't have any other receivers. Number three, I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles to win a must-win game by a touchdown over the Washington Redskins. Washington, out. Playing for nothing. This spread should be double digits, but it's in Washington, but that doesn't matter. Philadelphia and Washington are so close together, it doesn't even far matter. I'll take Philly to win by a touchdown. Thank you very much. Big Dick Nick. It's very large. It hurt my hand. Yep. <laughs> I'm taking the Tennessee Titans for you, Huck. At plus three and a half, that half point is one too many in a game that is classic uh, between these two teams of being pretty darn close. They played a close one earlier in the year, and I think they're going to play a close one again. I like Vrabel's defense, all these ex-Patriots. They're going to be play tight at home, okay? Tennessee fans want them to get in the playoffs. They want to eke in. They just want it too bad. They're healthy enough to do it. They got a nice two-pronged running attack, and I think this, they keep this game close. I actually think they win it. I like Luck. I like Frank Reich. I think the home field advantage is a bit too much in this one. The crowd noise will stop Luck's offense from operating the way it wants to. They didn't look that good last week against the Giants. I don't like how they can't run the ball against Tennessee. I think Tennessee wins in a close one. And, uh, yeah. Now, again, because of this motive thing I talked about earlier, I'm not just going to pick six games for the sake of picking six games. These are the four games I like, but I really like these two over-unders to complete my six. Here we go. Chicago, Minnesota, over 40 and a half. I don't like I don't, I don't like this game going low like everyone seems to, okay? In Minnesota, it is now an, a fast track 
We got teams with two good offenses. Yeah, Chicago's got a good defense, so does many. But they know each other. They're going to score. Both teams. 24-20. Minnesota wins. And uh, anyway, that's, uh, that's just two few points. 40 and a half. Love it. Take it over. And I'm taking Oakland, Kansas City under 52 and a half. Oakland won their pride game last week. They're barely going to show up this week. Kansas City's defense is actually playing a lot better towards the end of the season. Not so much last week in Seattle, but home to Oakland. I'll take it. Uh, yeah. That's just too many points. 52 and a half. Kansas City will score 30. Oakland will score 15. 45 points. Not going to do it. And there you go. Also, my money line parlay, which hit last week. I'm giving you another one. Oh, baby. Yeah. We got the Pennsylvania special for you, Weird Michael. <laughs> I'm taking Philly to win. Uh, again, they, they're going to beat Washington. Okay? Big Dick Nick's going to get it done. This team, they won't be the reason they don't make the playoffs. That'll be the Vikings beating the Browns. I'm taking Pittsburgh to beat Cincy by like 50. <laughs> but I don't like that spread. But they're, they're going to win. Pittsburgh beats Cincy. And New England will beat the Jets to do their part trying to get this first round by. Money line parlay. Philly, Pittsburgh, New England. Woo! You! All right. For those of you out there listening all over the world, thank you very much. You guys have been such a big part of our show, growing to the places uh, that, we've, that we are going to. We love it. And uh, remember to rate, review, subscribe. The reviews are really big. Those five-star ratings have gotten us some attention that we like. And it's not just because of, uh, you know, Weird Mike's teeth or my big ears or Voice of God's voice. The people are liking the show, and it's because of you guys. So keep rating, reviewing, subscribing. Spotify, Google Play, something called Stitcher, and uh, iTunes, where most of you listen. Whether you're coming for pics, hearing my voice crack, or just uh, hearing Weird Mike snap before the show and piss everyone off, or if, or if you're getting some nice fantasy advice from our Voice of God, here's our Lord for you one more time. One more time. Am I being fired? No, no, no. I just meant like the fantasy season's over, isn't it? Is there playoff fantasy? I guess there is. And there's and there's DraftKings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Fantasy. I can change. I can change. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, no, no. It's all love. All right, all right. Uh, (laughs) Fantasy session here. Um, we we got to do DraftKings into the playoffs. I love DraftKings now. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, sad to say most leagues are now over. Uh, congrats, as we mentioned earlier, to all the winners out there. Uh, happy to help you on your way. And, hopefully, yeah, you got a nice little payday who, around Christmas. Who won our league? Tommy? Uh, no. So, uh, the winner, yeah, Anthony Squirciota. Uh Congratulations. Hey! Big Tony. Way to go, Big Beer. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get you your money one of these days. He's a big Eagles fan. He bought uh, the new the new toy at Eagles games. By the way, you can get dildos that are built to size of Nick Foles. So uh, we'll we'll go online. We'll send you one of those big beer. Way to go, Anthony. I'm the I'm the league treasurer, so I don't normally set this money aside. So yeah, I got a couple people haven't paid yet, Jeff. Yeah. Um, So yeah, yeah, we'll get that over to you, Anthony. Don't worry. Um, But yeah, as we sort of talked about previously, the fantasy special. Now is the time not to stop paying attention. Okay? Right. There's so much football. Obviously, like playoff football is amazing. Um, but from a fantasy perspective, even week 17 and throughout the playoffs, a whole lot happens. So keep that phone, that memo in your phone alive. Keep jotting down notes, things you like, things you don't like. Um, also, if you're a super fantasy nerd, uh, take a look at your draft this year. You know, I've gone through like every league I'm in. You know where you know what I hit. Where I messed up, where I wasn't, you know, didn't take the gamble enough. Yeah. What should I have seen coming? Like, what was, you know, I might, you know, you have your gut feel and sometimes someone proves you wrong. But, like, what in hindsight made more sense than it did at the time? Like, I drafted Pat Mahomes one spot in front of you. Yeah. Would that have made the difference in your, for you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's it. Yeah. No, so sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's, it is literally that close. Um, Next but, year's draft, go get your guy. Go get your guy. Yeah. Yeah, you like him. Go nuts. I uh, fucked up everything else, but I, I did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, yeah. Also, um, yeah, if you take a look, or I, I took a look at a number of, like, league-winning teams, um, and a lot of familiar faces kept showing up. So one being Pat Mahomes uh, was on a lot of winning winning rosters, as well as Deshaun Watson, James Conner. Uh, I know he wasn't playing, but he got you there. Uh, Todd Gurley, Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Hopkins, Juju Smith, George Kittle, and Chicago D. Yeah, more often than not on a lot of fantasy winning teams. George Kittle quietly having one of the best tight end years in history. Yeah, yeah, I, I loved him. I yeah, I loved him when Jimmy G was hurt, and then yeah, it was, but him still, and Nick Mullins still getting it done, ripping it up. Yep, Shanahan baby, the Shanahan effect. The guy I wish was my boy. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, as always, there's there's going to be some playoff pools. We'll get one going maybe next week. Um, you know, call our teams and pick once we oh, yeah. definitively know who's going to be in. We're going to have a big um, look who's talking playoff pools. It's going to be yeah. fun. And uh, But yeah, Daily Fantasy, hit us up on social at the Fantasy VOG on Twitter or Hughes Talking on Instagram. And yeah, we'll take care of you. Giddy up, hit up me on Twitter. Hit up me on Twitter. That sounds like weird Michael's uh, grammar. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> I am 100% about putting uh, 100 beans into my FanDuel account. I do FanDuel, not DraftKings. Same, dip, same Sponsored difference. Sponsored by the XFL and FanDuel. Same, same but different. Yep. Uh, I'm going to put 100 bucks into my draft uh, FanDuel account, and each of us are going to enter the same wildcard weekend daily pool. Sure. And that way we can all track the How points in the same one. That'd so Huxer gets a team, Hugh yeah. gets a team, Weird Mike, VOG. Yep. It's 25 beans each. You bring the cash to the next episode, and, and we all split any of our winnings. So if any of us do cash, sure. everything's split four ways. I like it. Let's have, we'll have a all look right, who's talking. Wild card weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right. That's how it goes. I, I hate that. <laughs> oh, God, stop it. Okay. Uh, just a couple. Uh, I want to run through just a couple predictions that we made way earlier in the year that looked like they're coming to fruition. Not all of them did. Okay. I really thought Oakland was going to have a decent year under John Gruden. <laughs> they did not. Um, but I think going into the future with all these first-round picks, they're going, to be, uh, they're going to be good. Gruden, I, I was listening in Ecuador to the show, and uh, the fact that he loved Nathan Peterman, I did not know that. Yeah. That is, that is an awful thing to hear. <laughs> the, yeah. Your opinion changes of him right. a bit. Well, so I missed on Oakland a bit, but hey, I did say, and at the start of the year, this was crazy talk. I said Seattle was going to have a good year under Pete Carroll, and that Pete Carroll would win Coach of the Year, and then Seattle would sneak into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Hello! And you're at least 50% right on your other prediction. Yeah, this, the, this is what Viking, I was going to get. The Vikings and Eagles, baby. I said the Vikings and Eagles, the NFC finalists, both wouldn't make the playoffs. Now it's only possible for one of them to. So, uh, Pretty damn close. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. There's no scenario where they both miss the playoffs? No. I don't, maybe if there's like seven ties or something, and like an asteroid. That's why I haven't been right. That's why I haven't been writing you on your record. Because right. Because you're you're season long. You're uh, large predictions. More of a binge watching right. show predictions. Right. Also, through. my Super Bowl pick still looking real good. Saints, Pats, Pats win. I don't care about Josh Gordon. Look, they didn't have Gronk. They made the Super Bowl. They didn't have Edelman. They made the Super Bowl. True. Okay. It's Brady and a defense that needs to show up. That's all I need. Hey, uh, they got uh, that big win from Big Dick Nick. Gave him back the two seed, like we said last week. No way that the Eagles were going to cough up that. So, uh, yeah, maybe we should uh, slow down on the Pat Hayden juice. Dude, I'm telling you. I didn't. They got the two-hole back, man. They got their bye. Sure. Wing fest that skips. Divisional week. It's, of course. It's, it's written in stone. Look, well, look, look what they had to do. Beat the Jets and Bills, and Houston had to beat the Eagles in a must-win game. I mean, it was written on the wall. Tom. Oh, ye of little faith, okay? The guy's got HGH in his system through some natural way. He's going to play till he's 51. I love him. And uh, everyone's favorite segment, ladies and gentlemen, look who's talkers. It's the news that does not matter. It doesn't even matter. All right, all right. Thank you, Jeffrey. News that doesn't matter. Um, started off with an unlikely person here. Uh, Cowboys D-tackle Antoine Woods who, yeah, they were playing the Bucks last week during a stop to play, just got right up in Jameis Winston's grill. And just, num, 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 just eating W's. He licking right, some just, W's. Just licking his fingers, just shoving, like, just, <laughs> it was amazing. And it just, I bet in Jameis's face, like, in his thinking, he's like, wow, that's how ridiculous that looks, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Don't use that one in the pregame right. pep talks anymore. Uh, but yeah, just just awesome. Love people trolling each other in their face like that. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, big shout out to uh, my boy of the season, uh, Juju Smith, who, well, yes, he had that big uh, costly fumble towards the end of the game, which didn't cost the Pittsburgh Steelers the season. Other plays did. Um, but yeah, he continues to kill it on social media. Prior to Sunday's game, he tweeted out, uh, a lot of love for the fantasy football players of the world. The people, he's like, this is a big championship weekend, boys. I got you. Like, have faith in me. And he still yeah. had a good, a good day overall. Yep. Um, but, yeah, showing some love to the fantasy football world and <laughs> those that drafted him and saying, you know, he's going to make us proud. Um, he's, he's the representative of all the millennials yeah. right now. He plays fantasy football. He plays Fortnite. Yeah. He w- drives scooters and stuff. 
Yep. Yeah. Not like Tariq Cohen, who recently like went on a yeah public rant against fantasy football. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fantasy football is why there are so many eyeballs <laughs> on the league right now, and eyeballs equal revenue. Revenues equal big contracts. You don't gotta so love it, but you can't hate it. Don't hate it. Yeah. But uh, moving on, Marshawn Lynch. News that doesn't matter. Hall of Famer, Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> I love this. Um, yeah, if you guys didn't see the video and the pictures, wake up. Uh, but yeah, he was on on hand in Oakland uh, for the pregame ceremony to light the Al Davis Memorial Flame. A uh, very heartfelt moment. Um, yeah, I mean the team's moving to Las Vegas. They're out of there next year. Yep. So, um, and they, yeah, they got the win over the Broncos. So very, very, you know, good mo- good moment for the Raiders. Yeah, they don't have many. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the black hole and all. Um, big, you know, they stayed on the field after the game, but, uh, anyway, basically, essentially, as soon as the TV cameras cut away from Marshawn Lynch, he pulled out a fat old joint from his pocket, seemingly. <laughs> Shut up! And... I didn't hear about this. Oh, yeah. He pulls the big joint out of his pocket, and he reaches up on his tippy toes to the Al Davis Memorial Flame to try and, like... Shut up! Shut up! Yes. That's amazing! Yeah, there's pictures of it. It's amazing. It's... That's a picture we will share, I promise you, folks. Yeah. That is amazing. That's enough for Jeff. I'm sure that... Marshawn, I love you. Look, yeah, there it is. Whether you blaze or not, folks, okay? In 100 years, it'll be ridiculous that this was ever illegal, and Marshawn is ahead of the game. This is amazing! So, oh, my God. We love that. We said that as soon as they went off air. We thought he was going to do something crazy, and he oh did. Oh, my eh? God. Yeah, just... He's so close. He's just on his tippy toes. Just <laughs> That's amazing. Probably has a lighter in his pocket. And but no. Al was a classic rule breaker himself. I bet he even fucking loves that. Yeah, the and memorial flame. God bless you, Marshawn Lynch. By the way, Marshawn also went to court on behalf of the people of Oakland. So I don't mean if you get into that next, but nope. yeah, he just to say, to try to keep the Oakland athletics in Oakland. Basically went up. He's got his backpack on. Sweatpants, flip-flops. Sweatpants, flip-flops and socks. Goes up, speaking for the people of Oakland, saying, hey, we're losing the Raiders. We lost the Warriors. We can't lose the athletics. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> That's it. It was like 15 words or less, yeah. but yeah. It's like, don't go losing the A's now. <laughs> yeah, straight up. It doesn't even matter. We're in the uh, final week there, so I'll get a couple of those pick six uh, shout-outs uh, to Treeway and Maybach, Valpo, Lenny D, Hernsey and Visca. We're all nibbling away at the cash. Sounds like you just named the little rascals. <laughs> <laughs> the pick six names got to be unique. Everybody right. but Maybach got a shot at the cash this year. Yeah. Uh, it's been a wild ride, boys. Good stuff. Absolutely. Thank you to every, each and every one of our Look Who's Talkers from all walks of life. Uh, some of our old hockey high school buddies. A couple of ever, god darn beauties up north and all around the world. Uh, we love you. And thank you for everything. And, uh, man, I'm fired up for some big games. Our twisting mustache producer, the captain of the Tampa Barn, Huckaneers. He's going to tell us what we messed up or what he's excited for. Shut the huck up, folks. Here's Andy. I'm excited just to talk a little more Huckbull. <laughs> yeah, the Huckbull. you deemed it the Huckbull. Absolutely. Um, Titans seem to be the king of eking into the playoffs, as yes. you said earlier. They did it last year, and they won a miraculous game against Kansas City, as Brent reminded me, in the first round. Mariota threw the pass to himself. Yeah. 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 The old self touchdown. Absolutely. Pass. Brett Favre made that famous. Um, I don't even remember who they lost to the next week. It was, it was Pats probably by a 30. A shit show. Yep. And that's probably what's going to happen again this <laughs> year if they do get in, but I'll still be cheering for them yep. this Sunday. Yep. Um, that being said, Jeff, you said something along the lines of it won't really matter if Blaine Gabbert's playing. It will matter. You don't like him? He, <laughs> no. <laughs> Blaine Gabbert is a career backup QB. I, I, and, I agree. And, and he's got that status for a reason. Yes, I agree. I, I agree. I agree. I'm not overlooking the fact that Marriott is more talented. What I mean is the style of game that I think Tennessee's going to play, which is like 60% running, super conservative, except for some weird two-point conversions. I feel like the style of game, it won't matter as much. But you're right, and I will hate if that costs me my ticket on Sunday. Oh, yeah. This this has the potential to be one of the uh, most boring primetime <laughs> games of the season. One of the most boring, most important games. Yeah, most boring, most important. Of the season. Excited for the Huck Bowl? Right in between the Quick Lane Bowl, the Chick-fil-A Bowl, and the How's Your Barn Bowl. Okay? <laughs> Don't forget about the Toyota Gator Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and the, the Capital One Bowl. And the Hey, I Think I Left My Kid at Home Bowl. I don't know. Like, they've named everything. I was watching the Cheez-It Bowl last night. Giddy up, folks. Thank you for joining us for episode 42. All right? And what might be Eli's last week, or he may have five years left. If you're dating someone like, like Eli, sit them down. Talk to them. Get to know them a little more so they don't shock your world. Uh, Juju made a boo-boo, but I don't think he's going to do that again. Steelers roll. Remember the Money Nine Parlay? On behalf of the Lord, the Huck, and the Weird Michael, see you next week. Woo! Happy New Year.